Hello and welcome to the first ever Practice Drill podcast. Today we will be talking all things Origin and in future weeks we will be jumping between the NRL Premiership season, AFL, cricket, rugby union and NBA basketball. Joining me for all these weeks is my good mate Blaze McKee. What's going on mate? Not much man, really excited to get into this and see how we go. It's going to be... Uh, Gonna be exciting, mate. You know how much I love Origin. It's it's my favorite favorite Australian sporting event. Um, if you want to see some of our other work, you can go to our website at www.thepracticedrill.com.au. We'll be posting articles four times a week, um, or you can check out our other work on our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at t underscore practice drill. So, Blaze, mate, why don't you kick us on the way as a New South Wales fan? Um, what do you think about the team? Like, what is your first, I don't know, thought process when you saw the 17? I think uh, the first thing that goes through your head is just how strong it looks. You know, I guess particularly when we look at the back line, you look at uh, one through seven there, everyone's really in red-hot form. And I guess it's a trap that New South Wales fans and maybe the players have fallen into in the past, but you look at the team and you think, how can we lose this year? Yes, yeah. it's definitely a team that, you know, I'll be the first to say I'm a Queensland fan and a, and a big one. So I try not to come across too biasly, but, you know, when I look at that New South Wales team, like, that keeps me up at night, especially the bench, which we'll get into shortly. But what's interesting to me is the amount of ball players they have, because usually in a side, like at a club side, you have... The 13 that complements your, your 9, 7, 6, and fullback. Um, but they've got players like Jake Travojevic at 10 and Cam Murray at 11, who both play 13 for their respective clubs. What do you think that adds? Do you think that means that they're just going to be throwing the footy around? Yeah, I think it's definitely an interesting one. I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk this year about the game really speeding up and the importance of your 13s, 14s and forwards being able to ball play. So I think the increased number of ball players in the forward pack is maybe Freddie Fittler acknowledging that the game has changed quite a bit and even though Origin will be obviously a physical encounter, we want to play footy and give our give our outside backs some, some good opportunity with some ball playing forwards through the middle. And do you also think it might be reactive from Game 3 last year where Queensland's forwards... And it's never truly the story. Uh, well, sometimes is New South Wales always have a better forward back. They have they have some big bodies. Um, do you think that's what he's trying to do? He's saying, well, we we didn't our forwards didn't lift to the occasion last year, so let's pick more ball players and get the ball moving and get like our outside backs and our playmakers more involved every single play. Do you think that's what he's trying to do as well? Yeah, I think definitely. I think the more the more opportunity we can give to guys like. Travojevic, Mitchell, Adokar and Tedesco, the more dangerous New South Wales will be. If the game gets into maybe a bit more of a scrap fest, that's that probably suits the Queensland side a bit more. You yeah. know, they like the tight stuff, they like yeah. that that real in your face battle. So I think a a quicker game with a bit more passing and a bit more width will probably suit the New South Wales side. Well, what do you think about the centres? Has New South Wales fallen into the same trap of playing people out of position in the centres of uh, Tom Travojevic and Latrell Mitchell? Or is this finally a good centre combination? Because last year with Gutho 
and Whiten, they they went up. They went up to the standard. I think again, it's it's a it's a dangerous one because you look at the Queensland. You know, Dane Gay guy, for example, in the centres there, he is. Uh, origin uh, origin gay guy he is known to, yeah. he gets to that platform and he just goes crazy so they definitely are really important positions I do think Travojevic and Luttrell have more history playing in the centres mm. than definitely Gutson and Whiten he can play there but hasn't done it very much for a number of years so I think they are uh, more solid than last year in the centres particularly I guess it's on the defensive side that you yeah. probably worry about it a bit more so I think I think it is a good selection, but I guess we'll only time will tell, and we'll see once we get in the game. Exactly. Well, we'll move on to the Queensland team now. So, what we've basically got when we're comparing the six and seven is we've got Origin experience in Munster and Daly Cherry Evans up against the most red hot informed side, arguably in NRL history. 12-0 and at the moment, going for 13 against the Tigers this weekend. I, I'm I'm on the fence with this one, but I'm leaning towards Queensland's halves having a bigger game. I think they've got... They'll play a bigger role in their side than what Cleary and Luai will because of what we said. We've got all these ball players in the forward pack for New South Wales. They're going to have their hands on the footy so much. Whereas for Queensland, they're going to be going to DCE a lot. They're going to be using Munster a lot. And we know Cameron Munster... Does anyone deliver more in big games than Cameron Munster? Because as a Queensland fan, anytime I see him get the ball, the juices get pumping. I'm, I'm, I'm excited every time he touches the footy. So for me, I think if we're going a halves comparison, I've got the Queensland halves having a bigger game than the New South Wales halves. Just because of experience and, and being big uh, game players and obviously Luai making his debut. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say I have to agree. One thing I want to say... At the get-go, I really like the selection of Luai. I think, you know, he hasn't played Origin before, but I think you do need to reward club form. And he, yeah. him and Cleary together particularly have been pretty unstoppable at club level. So I mm. do really like that selection. But as you said, you look at that Queensland half pairing and it's really hard to go past Cam Munster, you know. Yeah, yeah. We know that he, can, he turns it on in the big moment, grand final, state of origin. This is what he really lives for. Yeah. And then you've got DCE bit more under the radar and probably you need probably need a half like that in origin you know we'll allow those other big name players around him to do their thing and then we'll just pop up and control and get them to the right places in the field and put them in some good opportunities to score some points and on to our second point for Queensland in my opinion I do think their forward pack is being underrated I think we're looking at the New South Wales side and um, as I said before, or I was going to say before, is I think when you have a look at that New South Wales team, you see the bench and you go, damn, Payne Haas, Junior Paulo off the bench? That's crazy. But I think if you sub Haas and Paulo into the props in that side, you bring Saifidi and Travojevic off the bench, I think as a Queensland fan or even as just a rugby league fan, you see that team, you go, okay, I think it actually dulls down the excitement of looking at that New South Wales team and, and how damaging they look. Because when a bench looks stacked, you go, oh my God, we're in for a long night. But if you make that two changes, I think it changes everyone's mentality surrounding the team. Maybe maybe I'm being like overdramatic about it, but I just think 
Safidi and Travojevic, if they're on the bench, I'm feeling more comfortable about winning game one, even though it's still the same 17. I just think... I just think... It's a good... I think that's a solid 13. I think Travojevic and Safidi work well. But yeah, when I see that 15-16 with um, Hassan Paulo, that's when I'm... That's when I get scared. But what I was going to say is I think the Queensland pack is being underrated. Like, Christian Welch is a, is a workhorse. Tino is unbelievable. And then you've got Kafusi and Fafida. Kafusi is an unbelievable defender, even though he's got the odd grubby moving him, which I think he needs to get out of his game, especially for game one. Fafida's a strong runner. Arrow is unbelievable. And then we've got Sua, Fodawaker, and offhand Gowie. Not the strongest bench ever, I'll be the first to say, but still solid um, solid big bodies that can defend really well. And I think that's what Queensland need to do. As I was saying you before the show, defence is going to be huge in this one for Queensland. Yeah, for me, I guess in that forward pack, the big one that I'm looking at is probably Fasu Malawi. You know, yeah. last year... He came in as a bit of an unknown. You know, he was at the storm and he was coming off the bench. And yeah. There was not probably a lot of expectation around him and he had a really, really good series. He's now moved to the Titans. He's one of their big players there and they've had a bit of a mixed bag season. But I think coming into this season, this series, sorry, yeah, there's going to be a lot more expectation on him and maybe, maybe his name's come up a bit in the meetings, whereas in years prior they haven't. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. I think um, I think he's actually going. Obvi- I think it's obvious he's going to play a bigger role in this series because big contract gone to the Titans. Like he's now uh, somewhat of a big name in the rugby league. So I think Paul Green will have some uh, expectations on him. And what I think's good with Tino and what I think makes the forward pack underrated is they do have ball players there. Like Sue is not bad passing the ball around. Arrow obviously thirteen for feeder. He is. You know, he's he might he's going to be right up there in um, offloads for a player in the league, and then you got Tino, who's usually a thirteen, but's been playing prop quite a bit. So, I think it's an underrated forward pack, and then but obviously, and we'll get into it soon is uh, the injury um, injury clouds around the Queensland team and how that affects their selection. So, um. And one part of that that's been very interesting is the Queensland hooker debacle. And um, I think it's a three-horse race right now. And I think that involves the 14 spot because I think what's been interesting is with AJ Brimson, with the bone bruising, one knock could change the entire game. So you're gambling putting him in there. So I think what Queensland have to do is they have to find a way to knock gamble in this game especially against a strong 17 like what New South Wales have so for the fight for the number 9 spot it's obviously Reid Marnie Harry Grant and Ben Hunt who I think is going to be brought into the team um, he may be brought in by the time we release this but at the, at the moment he has not been brought into the side what do you who would you have at number 9 for me I think I'd probably start Harry Grant but I, I do think I would have either Marnie or Hunt in that 14 role just because mm-hmm. Grant is obviously coming in, he's a bit underdone. But also I think you look, again, we look at club club level and that Grant-Smith combo at the Storm has worked so well. And I think yeah. that could be a real dangerous and a point of difference as well to the New South Wales side. They could give them a bit more impact through the middle of the game there with the two, two hookers. I'll bring up something interesting to you since you just said the Brandon-Smith 
Harry Grant combination of Melbourne Storm. When Harry Grant's played, I think besides one game, so I think in four of his games, he's come off the bench wearing number 14, right? And, and Brandon Smith has started. But when Harry Grant comes to the game, he goes into that hooker position, Smith goes to lock. Why not do that at Origin? My take is you bring Ben Hunt to the squad. He's got plenty of time if you bring him today or tomorrow. Into the camp, he starts at hooker, plays the first 20, 25 minutes. Get some tired bodies out there from, from the New South Wales forward pack. Shift Hunt to 13. And then Grant goes into number nine. Then you've got, what, then you've got five. Five spine players, basically. And, and you just get them to roam around, throwing the footy around, play some expansive footy like it looks like New South Wales would do with the team that they have. Throw the footy around and put points on the board. I think Grant is at his dangerous, and we saw it in Origin 3, coming off the bench and having an immediate impact when the game is getting kind of into the groove where people are like, all right, now I'm starting to settle into the game and he goes, bang, uh-uh, don't rest. Like, I'm here now, like, pick up the pace, looking for holes, putting people like Valentine Holmes. People, people, I think people actually forget if Valentine Holmes gets in space, no one is catching him. Like, if he has enough room from Josh Adokar, who Phil Gould says is the fastest man on earth, if Valentine Holmes has that space, he's getting through and he's scoring. So I think that same thing that we always see Damian Cook do with James Tedesco, I think Harry Grant can offer that for Val Holmes if Val Holmes ends up playing fullback. So that's why I think Harry Grant at number 14 is just a uh, stroke of genius because I think that's going to lift the bench. And... Um, that's what I would do. And then I'd get Grant to play onwards from that 25 mark. And then you can play Hunt until maybe halftime, take him off, give him you know, halftime and 20 minutes of the first half off. And then, um, and then he can come in for the final 20. And then that's when it's you know, game on the line. And we need like players who can perform under pressure. And I think that's what Ben Hunt offers. So... When it comes to the Queensland hooker debacle, that's my take. Hunt to start, Grant off the bench, but you've got Grant to start and Hunt off the bench. So are we going to ignore Reid Marnie? He has 10 try assists this, this year. He leads hookers in the NRL. I, I think, think it's tough. Yeah, I think it's pretty tough as well, but I think given given the current situation in the, with the Queensland side, they've released him. Yeah. I think it's hard to see him being brought back in. And I guess the other... Well, I mean, he's still training with them. Like he's, he's still, still training with them, yeah. But I, I think from where we are now, I think it's hard to see Reid Marnie. I would love to see him play for Queensland. I think it's a bigger possibility for game two than it is game one yeah. because it would have been good if they didn't come out and say we're releasing him because him in that number nine jersey, he's, a, he's such a good tackler. Like, he can get 60 tackles in a game. Um, and with Josh Papali'i out, we need someone who can stand strong in defence, and that's exactly what he offers. And it'll be better than what Harry Grant, and definitely better than what Ben Hunt could do, because Ben Hunt's a smaller body. So I think it's stiff for him to not get picked in this game, but obviously Paul Green's got an option, and uh, I've got a, got, a, got a plan. But, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, you, it and, and as you said before, like... Um, prior to the show is usually Queensland are up to their antics but I'm, I'm 
this year seems I'm not a bit sure. different. Yeah. A bit too many, maybe. Yeah, this is. Uh, it'll be struck a genius that this is all just like nonsense. Yeah, and they've just. <laughs> I, I dare say, behind the scenes, they have a pretty good idea of of what they're starting. Oh, they would. They would. Starting thirteen and just the bench is going to be, but. I wonder if that's why game. they didn't pick Ben Hunt. They'll like go out, play for the Dragons, put a cheeky fifty on the Broncos, come in. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Only time will tell. Well, we're just talking about the hooker position, part of the spine. We'll move on to the New South Wales spine, which we touched on before, but we're going to focus on the amount of selections for the Panthers. So they've got Luai, Cleary, Yo, Martin, and then Coruscant as 18th man. Is this a good thing for New South Wales to stack their side with Panthers players or is it a bad thing because you know this is a lot of uh, a lot of debutants oh and Tall so what do you think for me it's a good thing I think I spoke earlier about the Luai selection yeah and I think that continues on to the other Panthers guys it is important to reward form you know obviously you've got the combination factor but I think first and foremost you look at who are the players in form and currently the players selected are probably in the probably in the top two each in their position for New South Wales. So it's not like they've just been drafted in and it's just all about combination, combination, combination. These guys are actually in really good form as well. Yeah. For me, I just think I think you're hundred percent right when it comes to the point that you just made. Like this isn't just five, six guys who are who play in the same team. There's five, six guys who are playing, you know, in, in the best team in the NRL and play in the team that's favourite to win it all. So, you know, this isn't a random shock selection. It's, I get it. But I think the lack of origin experience for them could be costly. But I think if you pick them now, like, good. But I think it might take a season or two, like a couple of origin series, for that combination to really shine and it could resemble something like the Queensland one where you've got that Smith, Cronk, Slater and then Thurston. And obviously Thurston didn't play for the Melbourne Storm but he finds his way in there through playing series after series after series with those guys and camp and things like that. Um, so for me, I like it, but I also think it. I also think it's a risk. I think it's a risk to bank it all on the form of one team, because there are some good number sixes. Like Cody Walker's been fantastic. He's had to put up with so much with Latrell getting suspended for four weeks. Had to go to fullback. Did a solid job, but it kind of got hard for him because teams started really targeting him. Like um, especially in that Raiders game. I don't know if you saw South play the Raiders, but. They were just kicking to him all night. Like, just go, yep, not looking for that gap. We're going to kick it right down your throat and we're going to get up and try and get him angry. And I think that angriness might be one of the reasons why he didn't get picked. Because um, you don't really want to give away penalties in this arena. And I think Luai's safe like that. But also, he hasn't ever played Origin. People talk about all this space that Luai has. Who creates that space? And it is... Cleary. Cleary creates that space and he has him by his side. But in Origin, people are more switched on. You're not coming up against people who might be in their second, third game of NRL, which you get like nearly every round. These are guys who have played, you know, at, at minimum like 
two, three seasons. Like, I, I don't think he's going to get as much space. So that's where I think it's a risk not picking an experienced origin half. Yeah, I think it's definitely a risk. I think, you know, everyone always talks about origin experience and how important it is. But I think, you know, we also it's also important to look at some of the other positions. You know, you've got still got Tedesco in there. You've still got Cook, Jake and Tom Travojevic, Ado Carr. These guys have all played quite a bit of origin. So I think if they can get around and support him... Yeah, but Ado Carr's not going to create space out on the wing. Like, it's going to be... What I'm talking about is you need a number six. And Luai is capable of it, but we don't know whether he's capable of it at the origin level because he's not going to be... On that side, he's going to have Kafusi, and I spoke about his grabbing this. He is going to be on Luai all night. Anytime he gets the ball, there'll be some roughing up on the ground. He's going to be up in his face, giving him no time. Luai's going to be catch, pass. And then he's going to put a lot of pressure on Latrell to create space. And we know how dangerous Latrell Mitchell is. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. I just don't know if he has the composure to be able to play well under that pressure. And I, I, and I want to back him. I'm just saying that, like, we haven't seen that. He, he was a part of a side that went down 22-0 at halftime in a grand final. Like, and they were rushed. They were messy. Like, lots of errors. Couldn't defend. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Is this a possibility that he does that in Origin 1? I guess for a New South Wales perspective, we hope not. But I, and I guess only time will tell, as we've said previously. But I think, uh, not knowing Luai personally, but just having seen him on the TV and seeing that Panthers kind of culture, they're a pretty uh, relaxed sort of bunch. And I think yeah. I think that'll put him in good stead. You know, just having guys around you that you know that you enjoy spending time with and that you really want to go out there and perform with is going to be a real positive for him in particular. And will hopefully allow him to really play with some freedom out there. And there will be increased pressure, but I think he can handle it. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, all right. We'll start wrapping it up. Predictions. Mate, it's going to be a big one, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. What's your prediction for Game 1 of Origin? Look, again, as I've said, I'm a, I'm a New, South Wales, New South Wales guy, so... For me, yeah, a bit biased, as I guess we both are. But I, I think New South Wales will win it. I, I've i got written down here, uh, New South Wales will pump them. I think in an origin context, there's never a, a huge blowout. But I think I think two tries, 12 points. I think New South Wales just have a bit too much bit too much speed and, and ball, ball using their forwards, and then a bit too clinical in the backs, you know. I think if Latrell Mitchell, Tom Travojevic can can get some good quality ball, they're going to be really dangerous. Yeah, so I'm going to go New South play. Wales by two tries, and I'm yep. actually going to go uh, Latrell Mitchell for man of the match. So. Mate, I like it. I like it. That's a good call. Um, obviously, as we said at the start of the show, I'm a Queensland fan. All right, But I actually am confident that Queensland can win this game, especially if they follow, if they have Hunt and Grant in that team. I think that's their best chance of winning at 14-9. and nine. So um, for me, I do have... Queensland a win because whenever it's just all stacked against them, it's just New South Wales uh, got a strong side. This is not the first time we've heard that New South Wales have a strong side. So I just think Queensland are going to get them in this game one. I think it's crucial. I think winning game one, this might be Captain Obvious stuff, but I think winning game, whoever wins game one might win the series. 
in my opinion. Because if New South Wales win it and Queensland go to Brisbane and win that and then it goes to Sydney, like I still think New South Wales will clutch up in Sydney. But then if Queensland win it and they have that you know, advantage of game one, game two in Queensland, I think um, that's where they'll win the series. But yeah, I've got Queensland to win this one. I think Munster and Grant under their you know, so-called injury cloud um, as uh, many have spoken about, is I think they'll come out and surprise people. I think they'll have they'll they'll rip and tear, um, and I've got Queensland to win by six. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be close. You're not blowing out that New South Wales side at all. Queensland are gonna have to like grind them out to the end. But anyway, so that will do it for our first podcast. How do you think we went, Blaze? I don't know. I think it went all right. So yeah, we'll I, see how it comes out. Exactly. We well, I enjoyed it so. Uh, make sure, as I said at the start of the show, to check out our other work. We've got our social media on Instagram and Twitter at T underscore practice drill. Just keeping up to date on uh, NRL, AFL, cricket, basketball. Am I missing something? Rugby union. Rugby union, mate. So, uh, yeah, so follow us at T underscore practice drill on those two platforms. And we're also releasing articles on our website. We'll have a link in our bio on our social media accounts to that website. So, Blaze, where are you going to be watching Origin this year? What's the plan? Not 100% sure yet, but uh, I'm sure it's not difficult to find a, a TV oh. with Origin on it. So, <laughs> Definitely. I'll figure something out. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, uh, I guess I'll uh, see you next week for another, next another chat.